this is the Wolf Pack Wolf Pack, and you're listening to Wildman and Steve. You are about to listen to the intersection of faith, talk, and music. The Wild Man and Steve Show starts right now. Steve, opening a show, opening a podcast. I'm just curious. I'm I, I'm just curious because um, we're going to be uh, playing here in just a couple minutes this amazing interview I was able to do backstage, um, and um, I learned from one of the members, and I've learned from members of other bands that some some of these musicians that we interview, the vocalist especially, um, right before the the show. They take some me time, some personal time, and they do some vocal exercises and they do get their voice in shape, warm up and all of that. So I'd like for you, because all the listeners are on the edge of their seat, they would love to know, what does Steve do to prepare for a Wild Man and Steve show? That's a great question, uh, Wild Man. Uh, What do I do to prepare for a Wild Man and Steve show? Nobody wants to hear all your, you know, your technical research and all that stuff but you know. no 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 uh what i like to start off with about two hours maybe an hour and 45 minutes before the show is i like to um to drink some water uh i like it to be at a the water itself at about 63 degrees uh preferably uh, water that has been flown in from the Andes Mountains. I find that to be the most uh, clarifying to clear <clears throat> the vocal cords. Uh, so, as I say, two, two hours, hour and 45 minutes before the start of the show. Then, about 15 minutes before the start of the show, um, you know, I just, I just recite some lyrics to songs, you know, um, just to kind of get, get, get things worked up there. And... Um, then, well, you know, then you and I come on and uh, pretty much at that point, I, I, I feel ready. Oh, OK. All right. So there's not like a, uh, I don't know, any kind of posturing, any posture that you do to prepare? The only posture that I take, wild man, is, is, is a humble one. Um, I, I think you know that about me. I, I, I am I am humble um, as um uh, in, in fact, as, as Shakespeare wrote in the play, uh, Julius Caesar, uh, one of the characters named Metellus Simber comes before Caesar and he says, uh, I throw before thy seat an humble heart. Uh, indeed, mine is an humble heart. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that's amazing that you start, you know, a couple hours before the show and, and you know, warming up and getting the vocal cords off. I did. Well, I'm just curious because, ladies and gentlemen, you may not know this, but I just want to just he he probably doesn't want me to say this, but I'll say it. One of our shows we did right beforehand, before I started to hit record, 
He was eating a slice of pizza. I just want to put it out there. Steve was eating a slice of pizza right when we were starting the show. Now, is that part of the warm up too, or? Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood the original question. I, I thought you asked me, what did I do leading up to, <laughs> um, you know, stuff that I, that I really put time and attention into. Oh, you were talking about our show. Our show? Nah, not so much. Nah, you know, eat some pizza, you know, scarfing down some potato chips, you know, whatever. You know, I just, yeah, I get a reminder on my phone, hey, it's time to do this thing. I do this thing, you know? Yeah, well, I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate that commitment right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, please rate that <laughs> opening. Hashtag Wildman and Steve. Oh um, man, I'll just tell you, I, you know, that opening, you just tell us how good that opening was. You tell us how good that was. But now, before we get to the rest of the episode, which is why everybody's here, this special episode of the Wild Man and Steve show, um, I'm going to turn it over now to Mr. Segway, who's known for segueing our amazing guests. So, Wild Man, I was thinking kind of about the purpose of our show. And, you know, we always talk about connecting fans with artists, artists with fans, and everybody with Jesus. And I thought that's kind of a missionary sort of a, a mindset there. And I thought, hey, we could call it metal missionaries. And I thought, man, that doesn't work. Because we all know that was really the first Blood Good album. Uh, their, their first EP was called Metal Missionaries. And I thought, oh, you got to come up with something different. And then I realized that, that what we are, we, we are bringing the message right? The message of great music and, and the gospel of Jesus to people. And so I thought we could just, as a clean, simple name for ourselves, we could just say messenger. It's amazing that you say that tonight. You know why? Because I, I, I actually forgot to tell you, I forgot to tell you this. I, we're gonna have to change the whole format of the show for tonight. Let me find the file because I just saw Messenger live and I interviewed them backstage and I was there for sound check and everything. Cut it out. Are you so, serious with that? Yeah. So since you just said that, we're going to have to make this show all about Messenger. That's what you're going to have to do. We're going to have to do it. It's going it's to have to be that way. So I want to thank Messenger for being with us tonight, and uh, this is great because it's backstage, sorta, and they're going to be doing sound check here, a concert soon. So let's just start off, guys. Let's go around, remind everybody your names and what you do for the band. I'm Frank Herring. I'm the singer and the bass player. I'm Vlad Gudin. I'm the guitar player. Michael Hoover, drums and backing vocals. All right, so this is great. So before we get started and any of the other information that I, I want get, to get into, I'm just curious about this. If all three of you could just tell me how many years you've been a musician. I have, that requires mathematics. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let me just say since second grade. Let's go from there. Since okay. second grade, many years. 30 years. 30 years. 1979. All right. So we have many years of experience at this table right now, okay? We have expertise that I'm talking to. So first question is you have a concert coming up. You guys are out playing again, which is great. I see your tour schedule. 
Um, when what goes through your mind from the moment that you are introduced and you go on that stage in between that short amount of time before you go on the stage, what is it that goes through your mind? Is it the same thing every time or what are you thinking about? Uh, it's a good question, because, but I think every gig is different. You know, we, uh, it, there's set up, there's sound check and there's, you know, the staging all kind of uh, adds up to what's about to happen when the first note gets played. And so with, with that in mind, you know, it, it, it has more to do with trying to meet the people that we're playing for at that time and trying to give them the best performance we can. Great, great. Uh, same thing, but uh, like I'm looking at the audience each time and I was thinking, what can we do to, to excite everyone, you know, to engage the audience? Uh, what am I going to forget this time? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys do forget every now and, now and then? Does that happen? or We admit to nothing, uh, Mr. Wildman. We admit to nothing. I wish I had a time machine. I wish I had a time machine. Kick it.
Um, so I, just, just to let you guys know, I asked Rex Carroll from White Cross when we interviewed them a few months ago uh, before they went on stage. Before he even had one second, I asked him the same question, and he said, I always think, is that Denny's 24 hours? That was, that was his answer. So right before he goes on stage, he's hungry, yeah. All right, so, so my understanding is from looking at your history and looking at the tour schedule, this is the typical venue that you're in. Is that right? Am I seeing that right? Mm, no, not really. Okay. Uh, Mike, you want to take that one? We do general business stuff, you know, classic rock, so we play a lot of bar and grills, restaurant type things. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we, we're not doing the, the bigger bigger things that we would like to do, like festivals where Baron Cross is playing in uh, September in Ohio. Stuff like that we would like to get into at some point. Yeah. But right now we're just, you know, playing the clubs and stuff. So when you're when you play when you play the clubs and when you play the bars, you have a mixed group of uh, who's going to be there, okay? Mm-hmm. And it definitely gives you an opportunity for ministry that many other bands I probably do not get as much of. Um, talk to us about what that's like for you. Yeah, it's uh, we we again just try to meet people, shine the light of Christ uh, from our hearts, from the songs, and we try to you know minister to people we um, have found you know getting out there doing these cover shows that it's it's uh we get to meet a lot of people and so meeting a lot of people and trying to uh you know influence them with with what we understand from the bible and from our songs is is uh you know how we minister and it's it's a tough road to hoe. It really is. If we can if we can spark up any conversations, you know, we we run with it. But you know, it's very few and far between. But we feel like, uh, you know, we know that people know what we're talking about, and we can tell that people know what we're talking about. And so, we believe that we are uh, casting out the seeds to be uh, watered and and uh, you know catch catch good earth. Okay, let's go to the phones. Caller, are you there? Yes, this is Vincent Bonnefront. Um, okay. Yes, yes, my good man. I, I found my way today to goodamusic.com. Uh, yes, yes, great company. Yes, 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 I know that. Uh, they do find exemplary ways of touting their commodity. Sure, um, I think... Anyhow, I was just contemplating a thought today. Okay, go ahead. Well, in the old days, people used to laugh at those who still had vinyl records. Right. But now, vinyl is coming back. I see from looking at this site. Yeah, vinyl is lately making a strong comeback. Well, I was just thinking... Yes, Vincent. Uh, what were you thinking? Well, I, I was just thinking. <laughs> My, have the tables turned. Oh, my. Do you see what I did there? Vinyl, tables turn, tables. <laughs> too, too troll. <laughs> Enjoy the return of vinyl with Resband's faithfully restored classics and disciple the very first time on vinyl. 
Go to girdermusic.com today and don't forget to use the code Wildman and Steve for 10% off your entire order. Go there today. You see, my good man, it's a play on words. You know, final records play on turntables and. Yeah, yes, yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah, th- th- thank you for calling, Vincent. <laughs> it's just too much. <laughs> yeah, yes, th- thank you, thank you. What have you experienced? Um, when you walk away from a show, or maybe not every show, I mean, everything we do in life, sometimes you say, man, I was on. Some Other times you're like, man, I was off. Um, but what kind of experiences have you had with Messenger that have kind of highlighted what you just mentioned, Frank, that's highlighted that, you know, we really just impacted somebody's life in a way we didn't expect. Um, what do you guys, talk, talk to us about that. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, I, I feel like a lot of times, we play and people scatter usually you know it's very rare that we engage somebody uh we do get engagement uh you know as artists you know somebody says something about that comes up to the drummer and says oh this is great and that and that and same thing with vlad with guitar and uh you know we try to uh, spark up a conversation there but uh we we rarely find you know those opportunities to to you know, go deep into the Word of God and, and, and you know, get into a moment of prayer because uh, most people are there to be entertained, but, you know, we know that we left that place and, you know, we preached the gospel and, uh, you know, it, there was more gospel preached there that day than the day before, so that's the way we look yeah. at it. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's hard to do, but it's what we do. Sure. I mean, that, and that, that's great. I mean, that, that's one of the things I think that Christians, believers, um, the church world needs to get a hold of is the whole idea of being a light in, the, in a dark place um, is, what, is where you guys are. And uh, we want to encourage anything that you guys do because of that.
So let me take a moment selfishly here. I'd like to talk to Vlad because Vlad, I am just, I'm a huge Vlad fan, okay? You're an incredible guitarist, and I say that because I'm biased, because I love guitarists, because I'm somewhat of one myself, not close to you. Um, but just wanted to talk to you for a moment. What is it like for you when you're up there on stage and you're playing the guitar? Um, how do you see that? How do you see God using that while you're up there? And it's a moment of when you're trying to disconnect from whatever is going on in your life and just, you know, to connect to the people. So I think that energy is like what I'm seeing delight, you know, there. And then, then you shred, right? Yeah. <laughs> so can I ask you, what got you started in guitar in the first place? Uh, I loved Beatles and it was something new, like music I haven't heard before. So it was interesting. And uh, we tried, we started playing in school like Beatles and then went on and on. And how many hours, or how often, how many hours do you spend on your craft of guitar playing? When I was young, like I would uh, go to sleep with that guitar, you know, like would never stop eight hours easily. Uh, then, like it depends. Uh, but yeah. I still love pr uh, practicing. I still love like playing, even after a hard day at work. You know, you pick up your guitar and you just like kind of it turns uh, the other side. So that's what I like. He's like, Frank's got us playing this place in two hours. I've got to do something real fast. So he sits down and he starts. <laughs> Let me just throw something together real quick, right? Yeah. You're living life open every door. And then all that life has in store can be. is gone. What do you do when there is no dawn arising today? You always know every task. You always know just what to ask. A father's love shows the way. And now you say it's the end. Your last token now to spend that. Why can't you
All right, so Mike, um, the drummer, um, how long have you been drumming? 79. Okay. And that's been your main instrument from the beginning? Um, it has. Yeah, and then uh, I branched out to keyboard and guitar when I went to music school. Yes. Just to learn more about theory and everything. And that was Berkeley, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, like I said before, folks, we're sitting here with experts. We have a Berkeley grad with us. Um, so, um, same thing for you. When you're up there playing the drums, what's that like? What's the experience like for you? What is your motivation to get behind that kit and just start pounding away? I've just always, you know, as a as a elementary school drummer, I've always looked up to um, those metal bands, and I knew like that's what I want to do, <laughs> and. Just the fact that I'm doing, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I feel like I'm uh, um, reaching people. They're enjoying the music, getting into it. And like you said before, as far as connecting, um, imagine if people walk, walking around here handing out Bible tracts. I don't think that would fly, do you? In a bar and grill. Hey, what are you doing? Get out. No, no soliciting. Get out of, get out of here. But um, what we're doing is we're... We're getting out Bible tracks through the music, through the CDs. People purchase a CD. They're going to hear the message in the music, you know. We may not be preachy on, off the stage, but our prayer is that when they, when they listen to those uh, CDs on their own and just, like, meditate on the lyrics, like, what were they singing about that God speaks to their heart that way? Great, great. So, um... Frank, 2008 was when this all started. Am I right about that? So 2008, um, and here we are, 2022. Um, where would you like to see Messenger go? I mean, if if the if there was no limitation, what would you like to see happen with this band? Well, I, just uh, the bigger gig, the bigger gig. You know, the uh, like Mike mentioned earlier, we we would love to have uh, been a part of that festival. And uh, what's the name of the town? I'm trying to remember Versailles. the yeah Versailles in uh, Versailles or however you want to pronounce it uh, in Ohio, that uh, BMI arena or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just looking for the bigger gig, the bigger gig. You know, we've played smaller festivals. We, you know, we played Cornerstone back in the day, 2010. Um, and we would like to, you know, do some more of that. Uh, we played uh, Sanctuary Stage at the time, and uh, we would like to do some more of that, you know, And because uh, we want to get the – we believe that everybody who hears our music goes, hey, you guys are really, really good. So we keep hearing that, and we keep wanting to, uh, you know, step up the, 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 the ladder a little higher or up the steps a little higher, however you want to say it to uh, get the bigger gig and we just appreciate the opportunities we appreciate the help that you've given us because uh, we know that that bumper music is uh, doing something for us on uh, wild man and steve show they, <laughs> it made our show folks it made the show that's right that's right no these guys are amazing we like we like listening to them and they're they're uh, just plethora of dad jokes but um <laughs> they they open and close their show with hell is no party so it's uh, it's the best so and uh, yeah, we're planning on playing that tonight. I think uh, so. Uh, hopefully, we'll be well rehearsed enough for that. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so um, 2022, you guys are back on on tour now. I see your schedule. You're you're traveling. You got several dates that you're doing. Um, what else is in store? Are we looking at more concerts coming up? And are we looking are we looking at more recording happening? Or what are, what are the plans right now? 
uh, right now just to play and get our get our you know name on the on the internet as much as we can you know get messenger's name out there the messengermetal.com facebook.com messenger metal we also have a messenger dance rock party where we we play you know more poppy fun dancey type stuff and but we always are going to play some of our music too so that's a part of what we do we're not going to play unless we play you know our stuff too so and uh, we're just trying to, you know, work whatever circuit we can, and and try to to grow and and move move our way up the up again the steps the ladder or whatever you want to say the bigger stage the bigger stage so and it's working to a certain extent you know so we just uh, and again we appreciate you coming out and being a part of what we're doing tonight. Sure. So, um, what's the best thing <clears throat> that our listeners can do to support you? Any of you can take this one, or all three, either. However. I would say uh, Apple Music, Spotify, listen, 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 you know, download, listen. Uh, you know, you can go to our site, and if you want to, you know, uh, share some of the, our, our images, we've got some great uh, hats now. We've got uh, cool shirts, lots of shirts and stuff, and uh, patches, and all kinds of good stuff that, 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 you know, whenever you see our logo, it's very unique. And so people know, hey, that's Messenger's logo. So it, uh, it I, I think, hits home with the kind of music that we play and i feel like it's uh you know gonna gonna do what we need to do for folks to to spread the word great you guys have any thoughts yeah, spread the word just have them spread the word yeah, yeah. they like what they hear yeah so i, I kind of noticed that in tone in your voice when you mentioned that when people say your music is great your music is great you almost kind of have that response of uh in a polite way well could you help us like could you tell others how good we are you know get it out there all right
Here we go. Rapid fire, probably the last question for the interview. Here we go. Favorite song on the set list tonight? Oh, my goodness. That's tough. <laughs> it was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Probably. Yes, you are. Didn't give me. I, I have so many. I mean, as far as originals go, I mean, I think. Oh, my. That's a good question. You really hit me hard with this one. I want to say Blindsided, Satan's Nightmare, or, or uh, uh, well, Hell is No Party, too. But, but Satan's Nightmare or Time Machine. Blindsided is really good, too. Let's uh, narrow it down to Blindsided. All right. Great. Okay, Satan's Nightmare. Satan's All right. Nightmare. I'm going to say Satan's Nightmare. That's the first thing that came to mind. Part of it is because we don't play it as much, so we get to play it tonight. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Sacrifice, which we haven't done in a long time. Uh, and then we're going to do some really good Ronnie James Dio stuff. We're going to do some uh, Metallica stuff. Don't tell anybody, but we might do Master of Puppets. It could happen. It could happen. It could. It's a possibility. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. All right. Anything else you guys want to say to our listeners before we end this tonight? Thank you. Thank you. Well, yep. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to sit down with me. You know, we got sound check coming up concert. You guys are very busy. Thank you for taking the time. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is messenger messengermetal.com and you can find them on Spotify, all the streaming services, Apple, all over. Um, stream them, play their music. If you haven't heard them yet, play, listen to their music. You will not be disappointed. And look on their tour schedule. Make sure to go see them if they're within about, I don't know, 8 to 10 hours. Make sure you go see them. All right? All right. Thanks, guys. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. That is exactly what Messenger does, concert after concert. I could tell, meeting these guys in person and watching them play live, they are all about one thing, and that is touching a broken world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That should challenge all of us to do the same. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we will see you next time. The Wild Man and Steve Show is now partnering with New Release Today. Find out more about them at newreleasetoday.com. And don't forget to check out our website, where you can also leave us a review at wildmanandsteve.com. Sounds like rock and roll to me.